Vote for your favorite K-pop of 2022. Visit 17karatkpop.substack.com for the link, and the results will be revealed on a December episode of the show. And please subscribe while you're at it, 17karatkpop.substack.com. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop and the last Best of the Month roundup of the year. I will do a Best of December roundup next year, but now I'm going to move on after this to Best of 2022 roundups. The usual caveats apply to this top 20. Remember, I listen to literally hundreds of new releases every single month, and I take it very seriously, ranking and choosing the top 20 that really stood out from the pack amid so much new music I check out every month in K-pop, J-pop, C-pop, etc. So it's never a personal diss if your fave is not on this list. Really sorry about that. Only 20 slots, never some sort of throwing shade or anything like that. But here are my favorites, and stay tuned because tons of honorable mentions I will get to at the end, so your fave might be in there. With that disclaimer out of the way, let's get to number 20, Ru Soojun, Pink Moon. This former Lovelies member really strikes out on her own in an impressive way. Shows off a really just ethereal, beautiful, high-register voice that I missed. I miss Lovelies. And it starts out with dramatic strings before entering more dance-pop, disco-pop territory. It's retro, it's kind of G-friend-ish, but also her own vibe completely. Guitar and drum layers. It's very well made, and it fits her voice well. And the video is so aesthetically pleasing, full of light pink, and I just love it. Number 19. You a uh, selfish. It had been way too long since Bon Voyage, her last big solo moment, so I'm glad she made up for lost time by releasing multiple videos for multiple title tracks for this album. And each video is just very pretty. She looks great with dark hair. She's in very Instagram-worthy locations. She's bringing summer vibes into winter. She also kind of channels the Oh My Girl music video aesthetic with Selfish, a cute CGI world at moments, and a fun vacation setting in others. Very just visually appealing videos, and a very pleasant voice that just works well with these songs. The best one, I think, is Lalo. Number 18, Woo Ah, Pitapat. I do want to be transparent. I'm a bit biased here in their favor because I got to interview them for the site. Go to the interview tab on 17karakpop.weebly.com for that. But I really am enamored with them. I really grew to just respect them more objectively too as artists after hearing more about them. They are just so sweet and likable with a really just very cute, wholesome image. And they keep that going with Roller Coaster, which feels like the song they were meant to make. With a name like Woo Ah for the group, they were born for the song Roller Coaster. It's in the same cute, bouncy vein as Catch the Stars was, thankfully. And they keep the cuteness going with a selfie cam highlight medley that previewed this release. Which has both roller coaster, a cute 2D animation meets 4D video, with oddly a carousel but no roller coaster, plus the B side, which is mellower, kind of jazz club ready love thing. That really shows they're not just cute, they are very talented vocalists when you take away all the fun visuals at the end of the day. Still just raw talent there. Number 17, say the name 17, Ayumi Hamasaki, Mask. This new single is a catchy dance pop song, but what really made this beyond ordinary for me, not just a catchy release, was the video. 
It is arresting to watch. It is hard to look away because not only is there interpretive dancing, elaborate costumes, but also just the lights, the colors. It's like a big mobile art display she walks through. They keep changing lights and colors in real time. It requires multiple viewings to catch everything visually. Really just compelling stuff. Number 16. Lexi Liu, Magician. I am obsessed with this song. Cannot stop listening to it. Magician is just it. It is so good. It is this fierce, electronic, dance-slash-pop song filled with just intoxicating beats and a wonderful voice. Makes catchy even moments that are just sort of onomatopoeia-type moments with no real lyric. It all sounds melodic anyway. It's filling the Jolin Sai-shaped hole in my soul lately, waiting for new Jolin music. This is helping. This song is just everything. And the video is so fierce. She's basically an angel and Icarus, and also just a, just like a dark, gothic Netflix TV show star or something. Really just a baddie. Number 15. T01, Up To You. This comeback and drumming, to me, really are a new high for them. This is their element. They do so well with those fun, boyish concepts. The energy is just one of a kind for them. They make us on their own. Troublemaker starts off the album with a bang, and the title track Freeze Tag gets an A-plus from me. Rude Boy is interesting. First of all, shout out to J.U. for writing it. But second of all, it has very interesting movement. The synths kind of go from the background to the foreground and back again. They also switch things up away from sounding generic on Retro Love because the voices just kind of join in one after the other instead of just a big group singing as one. Chan actually said about that song that because he knows his bandmates so well, he felt like he could do it justice by intentionally giving each voice time to shine. So this is a made by TO1, could only be pulled off by TO1 album. In another feel-good note, ends the album on a high with the guitar-focused fill-in. Number 14. Canto Celebration the standout details to me include the funky helium voice in Trip, accompanied by fellow helium voices and a super deep voice. That's one of the better songs. Affirmations is a great one. Bluffing has a bit of an old school BTS vibe in a way. Veteran actually is the song that sounds so much like No More Dream at times and shows off some of the best rapping on here. If you want something less moody, try For Lease. But if you want ratcheted up angst, go for blood, the song blood, really quite versatile. Number 13, Lisa Lander. The best song, song two, I apologize if I mispronounced this, is Seino Kasai. But all of them have that classic J-rock slash anime rock feel to the rapid percussion and guitars, the rapid piano, the rapid everything. There is a ballad, though, on there. There's a lot of jovial, danceable stuff. But yeah, all super fast-paced. Keeps the relatively long track list from being a bore. And it's a great moment for her, sentimentally, to think about her career journey so far. It's a big milestone, around 10 years since her musical career really started. I love seeing the bit-by-bit -bit release of the liner notes to really get the inside story on what each song means to her. Lots of care and thought went into this, and she speaks so passionately and powerfully about how each of these songs came to life and what effect this music has on her. It's very touching and very well done. Number 12, 
Amazing show. Lovers, folks, tales. And the three songs go by those names. There's Lovers, which is a kind of a city pop song, but it's also of a Mando pop vibe. Mando city pop, I guess you could say. Then there's the song Folks, which has a deeper tone to it. Cool percussion and electronic movement. And my favorite is Tales, which is more of a J-pop feel, more electronic, more kind of talk singing and rapping. That one, they just sort of, it's almost like improv style, just let loose. And it ended up with really catchy results. Incredible rapping on verse 2 especially. Number 11. P1 Harmony. Harmony set in. Shameless plug slash disclosure, I got to break some news about this comeback early. You knew that if you subscribe for free at 17karatkpop.substack.com. Anyway, so I wrote up a bit of my early impressions there. What I'll say now is that it really does, as a whole, the album reinforces who they are. It's great when you hear an album and you're like, classically them. And this is classic P1 Harmony. Very distinct for them. Very true to their hip-hop rooted sound. And the music video, quite a cliffhanger, I'll tell you that. But it adds on to their cinematic music video world in interesting ways. I dive into the whole backstory of that musical world in the episode called P1 Harmony Story. I also just love a wholesome comeback theme, and this theme is all about finding true harmony through friendship. Number 10. B.I. Lover Loved Part 1. Honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of BTBT when it came out. It was just sort of 5 out of 10 for me, just middling. But it's really grown on me, and I'm really into it now. And I think Keep Me Up is a great continuation of that vibe. He's really good at like a, an alt dance hall feel, I guess you could say. Kind of a sultry, alluring sound that's R&B based and great for his kind of free-flowing choreo and for his rap singing mix. He has some fun wordplay in Keep Me Up, where he combines the Korean phrases fireworks are bursting and flowers are blossoming to say fire flowers are blossoming, basically. He finds ways to make the syllable count work. I love in-video self-promo, and this video definitely does a nice job with that, where his character watches the BTBT video, basically, listens to the song, and is transported to the same flying car-filled futuristic space that the BTBT video took place in. It's a very meta moment. Number 9. 9i. I, part 1. Truly, I am kind of blown away by them. I wasn't ever a huge fan of them, but this album really changed my mind. This album show what they're made of. This is their catchiest work ever. It's truly just leaps and bounds, more memorable and catchy than anything they've done before. They really outdid themselves. Loner is the best song, but Love is a great one. Young Boy is great. They have a very sweet video too, with home movie style footage, nostalgia, but also just a pretty sunset or sunrise and group dance scenes. It's a very nice sweet story about friendship, very nice and feeling young, and they have a hopeful message in the rest of the album too. Very, very feel good, very cheerful, and they just excel. Number 8. Red Velvet, the Reve Festival 2022, birthday. 
All right, I will spare you my usual intense tinfoil hat wearing theorizing about how perfectly this release fits into the SMCU. The video fits into the SMCU. You know I've gone on for hours about that already. Previous episodes dive into that, the ones about Quanya and such. But anyway, I could, the point is I could, go on that rant again because this is hitting the nail on the head with all my theories about what the SMCU is really all about. This is canon officially right away. I also love that it's got the peekaboo era feel of very sinister happenings taking a very cute unassuming form because before it was like we're just playing tag and then they're basically hunting down this guy and here they're like we're playing with our teddy bears but they form a freaking seance circle. They keep up that attitude on b-sides like zoom bye bye. Wendy really goes for it on bye bye. Birthday samples Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin, which is interesting because they sampled classical music last time with Feel My Rhythm, and I love this combination of classical music with trap beats and modern trends. It's really interesting and matches the zaniness of Red Velvet really well. The only last thing I'll say just about the SMCU, then I'll move on, is you should note that previously they gave us keywords to remember to understand Red Velvet's role in the story. They have once again now saying they include imagination and time travel. So put a pin in that for a 2023 episode I will surely make, whether you like it or not. Number 7. Him Family, In the Name of the Moon. This agency's compilation album brings together so many powerhouse vocalists and really pretty, rich instrumental arrangements. More rock-leaning ballads, piano ballads, then there's just more of an R&B tilt, like on Luna. It's really quite a well-crafted compilation. The best one is The Rest of My Life, but all the arrangements are just full of details that are very well done, very well chosen. The album cover itself is also quite artful. Number 6. Poland Obsession This rock power ballad of sorts is some of his best work in a long time, and the video is so just interesting and worth reading into. It's ambiguous, it's full of symbolism, dramatic cinematic moments. He sings about forbidden love as different couples are fighting and making up. And then there are very less relatable, peculiar scenes with Avatar-like interpretive dancers with blue faces who form human chains of sorts to connect loved ones across distances. And then their dance movements sort of embody ripples of ocean waves, and other group movements really add to a unique big picture. Number five, real color disc. First of all, the album cover, beautiful. I could stare at it all day. Second of all, the secret trip video is so cute because a mini kid version of her hangs out with another little boy in this mansion. They have the best play date of their life with these giant mascots, basically these giant animals they're playing hide and seek with. Then there's kind of a symbolic moment because in the end, one version of present day real, R-E-O-L, leaves the house and another present day version stays. Like it's a babysitter staying as a different version of her leaves. It's ambiguous, lots to read into, but it's very compelling to watch. And the mansion is beautiful too. 
That song, Secret Trip, is really interesting to have sandwiched between Scorpion and Parade of Flocking Emotion because Scorpion is just such a fun, danceable, super fast-paced song, and so is Parade of Flocking Emotion. That one's extra weird. It's like an alien invasion meets some other sci-fi origin story in the works, like a the musical score is being made in real-time improv style. It's such a fast-paced release. Her classic kind of hyper style. But again, in between those more frenetic numbers is Secret Trip, which is still very fast, but compared to her other stuff, it's actually not. It's more down-the-middle pop. Number four, 17, Dream. We talked about this EP in the music video at length on the latest episode of 17 Talk, just called Dream. I believe it's volume 12 of 17 Talk. Link on my site and at 17karatkpop.substack.com. Really already shared all of my thoughts about that release and what makes it so incredible. So check out that episode for more. Number three, Drippin', Villain, The End. I think The One is not only their best title track yet, but their most interesting music video yet. It just makes their world building more unique and exciting than ever. To watch the different colored flames go at each other, other unique versions of a superhero movie scene basically. It's very one of a kind. Really enjoyed the video. And this album shows off quite a range. They have the suspenseful intro I love. Ironically, a very layered sound is in the song Silence. Monster is one of their best. It's a pop rock jam. Home is slower. It's got an interesting synth percussion in string blend. There's mid-tempo synths and a rap pivot on Utopia. Probably the most one-of-a-kind instrumental is in Deja Vu. Love the wavy bass in Escape. Just all around, really well done. Number two, Boa, Forgive Me. I don't know where to begin to explain to you truly how psyched I was for Boa's return. Iconic stuff. Just so exciting. For her to have this punk princess vibe going, just everything I wanted in a Boa comeback. She proved this long wait was worthwhile. Wowzers, that single Forgive Me is incredible. Just shows I am back, you better believe it. Although her best titled song is Hope. My favorite is Forgive Me, but I will say also Zip is very fun and sassy, and I also like the mixture in Sketch. It's kind of lo-fi in some ways, kind of vibey, but also kind of noisy, synthy. It's got a lot going for it. If you want something more R&B though, go to After Midnight. Drumroll please for number one. Extinary Heroes Overload. I was so blown away by this. It is such a great pop rock album. Start to finish, they're really good at this. They really are just on my radar now more than ever. Very, very compelling introduction. Very attitude-filled, I don't care, rock star attitude in Haircut, which has a fun spooky video to go with it. That ends kind of on a cliffhanger saying, hey, we just got a phone notification saying that the police are onto us now. They also have their interesting slogan in the video, are you a villain or a hero? So they're talking about their autonomy, their freedom. They're just classic rock stars in that way. I think the best song, though, is the fantastic, really uniquely structured Xmas. That is like a great anti-Christmas song, but it's actually, I mean, it's not anti-Christmas, but it's for people who aren't into the vibe of Christmas music but want to listen to a Christmas song, you may have found your anthem. 
Lastly, I will say I love the distinct aesthetic they've carved for themselves as a band. Halloween all year round, baby. And the animated neat stop motion feel to the highlight medley, also super memorable. Let's get to a rapid fire round of so many honorable mentions. Really gonna go fast here because truly so much good new music came out and we don't have the time to really get into all of this, but I want to give so many shout outs. Nil is the latest, only one of, member to get a solo. His song Beat is part of the Underground Idol Project series that's super interesting and you should be paying attention to it. Really just K-drama worthy storytelling in the videos. Same with Mill, only sonically different than expected with just a faster pace than I thought and so much rapping. He really flexes that skill. Lim Yun Woon has a new set of singles. London Boy, I think, is the better one because it's refreshing. It's not as serious or somber as some of his more Polaroid-esque songs tend to be. Cozy, C-O-Z-I, is a very underrated rock star, especially with the new single, Our Fire. Kara picked up like no time has passed since they reunited with Move Again. Ruru has recently been on my radar more than ever. She's definitely for fans of Yan Yan, Jackie Y. She sounds like if Rothy went hyper pop. Trust me, it makes sense over time the more you think about it. One of my favorite people in the world, Taeyeon, finally released a new SoundCloud track, Fine, which is more than fine. Craxy continue to really impress me with their growth, choreography-wise, stage presence-wise, on Poison Rose. Lots of literal fire there, too. iChillin's cute new single, Draw, has a really cute video to go with it, very aesthetically pleasing to watch. As is rookie group CSR's video for Love to Con. Lots of cute 3D emojis there. Jfla has a new song out called The Hair, very Wonderland-esque video. She enters this magical realm in a cute, obviously Alice-inspired dress while she sings about stopping to smell every rose, soak up every moment. Another video to check out from a female solo star, ID Earth's Escape. She really shows off a unique, creative vision and, of course, just powerful vocals. Haylin Joo, H-Y-E-L-Y-N-J-O-O, has a very funky indie sound on haircut. It's a mix of, like, computer game noise with more brassy sounds and something deeper, darker, lots of layers to it, really unique. High Tension have a new electronic jam in We Are. Michi, M-I-I-C-H-I, have a cool old-school garage band feel to the song and video for Memorane. Home Zone has a new album, Homage, with apostrophes after the M and the A. The best songs on there for just falling in love with his voice are Hug and 97.9 Degrees. Craig, K-R-A-G-E, really interesting artist, who has a new EP coming out December 14th. Better look out for that. And one of the pre-release singles is Shoe, spelled X-U, with a really emotional, compelling story of a video. The song itself is also rich. King New, G-N-U, has quite a wild ride of a song in stardom. Jeff Sater continues to just be so swoon-worthy with his voice alone on Stranger. Vincent Blue also has vocals that just stun me every time on his new song Sliding with Cassie. And Hyphen's new OST, Zero Moment, is one of the better ones I've heard in quite some time. Juju's new EP, Hannah, is really great. 
It has quite a variety. A dance club banger, a piano ballad, and just a more dramatic, instrumentally layered track. It's very unexpected. Fantastics has a new single called Choo Choo Train, which I'll be honest, I just really like because you'll see when you watch it, it made me realize truly how attractive one of the members is. Retta has a new single, You, just spelled letter U, with a very odd, interesting video where this guy seems to alternate between being a faceless ghost in a yellow sheet and a guy in a yellow sweater. So like he's in her life, then he's half in her life. Something to read into there. Baby Metal are back from hiatus with a worthy of the build-up for the hiatus to end song, Monochrome. There are some cool new videos out for songs that were released before November. Les Seraphim have a very artsy new video for Impurities. Very cool, especially with the swirling colors surrounding them as they are in all-white outfits. Aesthetics, 10 out of 10. Bandmate also basically wanted to say, hey, please appreciate the song From Now On More by giving it a video. Purple Kiss seemed to take that attitude too, making a new video for Hate Me, Hurt Me, Love Me. Cho Tokimeki Sendenbu have a very, very cutesy classic J-pop song in Star, but if you're not into that, the video is worth a watch, or at least check out the album cover, because these big ruffled yellow dresses are just so, so cute. Fakey have a new song that definitely deserves its single status, although it would have been great and fit well with the songs on the recent album, Rock, Paper, Scissors. Bish, B-I-S-H, has a pair of new singles that are surprising in all the best ways. Not at all what I thought it would be. The first track, I apologize, Datsu Kisagainen, is such a jam and more typical pop than you'd expect from them. But I think that's a nice detour. They also go a jazzier route than I ever thought they would on I. Pee Pee Crit looks like such a model in the video for Fireboy. Really just that outfit fits him perfectly, and he seems to know it. The Fix have a new pair of rock songs I am so obsessed with. Rush is great for sitting on and headbanging to in a group, and then you have Moonrise, great for sitting on and headbanging to alone in your room. <laughs> so you have two types of rocking out, and the video is just very trippy, hypnotic, well, well done. Miyavi has been busy this month. There's the Miyavi-verse anima EP, which really shines a light on his signature, very unique guitar playing technique he popularized. Mixed with other fun, just electronic details, it also has this interesting detour, indicating a total vibe shift to a relatively more acoustic, less frenetic mood for the rest. He also keeps up the intrigue with his really awesome new collab with The Rampage, so iconic. And he has a new Ring Em Up song, which is also a jam. Jungkook's new video for his FIFA song, Dreamers, is the grand scale it deserves to be, given the World Cup release of it. We also just love to see the sense that he's becoming his own artist with his longer hair and personal fashion sense. Really cool to see him loving and living life. Sheena Ringo has some really interesting experimental rock music on It's a French title that translates to Panacea for All Ills. Yet ironically, it's very creepy, and that atmosphere is set right off the bat with the song Gate of Hades. There's also some darker industrial weirdness, Grimes-ish songs that I love so much on, like, The Adult Code. 
There's also this Wild West vibe to the guitars that somehow combine with electronic club banger material on a song that translates to the bathroom. So it's all basically about a party in hell. Secret Number are back with Tap. The songs are a nice counter, the pair of songs countering each other with Slam has all this fierce rapping and attitude, and then Tap is just bouncy and happy, with a video that has the prettiest scenes because they're all in the same ruffle dress in a different color, just very chic. Speaking of girl groups with must-watch new videos, 5050 has debuted with The 50, and they gave a music video to several of the new songs that show off quite a variety. They went for just pretty aesthetics in higher. I get kind of an SES vibe to it, we love. Then they focus on narrative, more symbolic than plot-based though, in Loving Me. And then they focus on choreography in Login. So a really great way to show all that they're made of, right off the bat. Another new girl group to check out, Artbeat with Magic. A very, very fun bubblegum, I Love You So Bad, is a B-side. Same with Crystal. But I do like Magic, the title track, too. And then there's the blank 2i-ish, blitzers-ish song called Aphrodite, a.k.a. Rule the World. Aimers are a new rookie boy group with stage zero, betting starts. The highlight medley is so interesting. It's got the noise of, like, a very weird distorted slide whistle. Hard to explain, but interesting. And I love the song Colors. Colors by Amers, such a standout. So much 90s hip-hop infused into it. Just leaves the strongest, lasting impact. Will get stuck in your head more than the others. And Team, the new Hype Japan boy group, debuting soon, have a pre-release under the skin. And the video really impressed me. And I love the song, but what most impressed me was how clear their vision is just through the pre-release. You can see in it already the foundation of authenticity their work will be built on. You can already gauge what they will focus on as a group. A coming-of-age story, after all they dance in a school gym, a story about teamwork given the cinematic, extra-dramatic opening scene. You can tell they're going to focus on searching for a deeper purpose and finding out who they are given the lyrics. They already kind of allude to so much with just this one song. Speaking of the theme of embracing who you are, Just Be have a new release called Equals with a video for Me Equals. I love, love, love the text on the screen at the beginning of the video. Quote, humans are the same beings and have the same meaning and dignity. But just as each one is given a name, each one has a unique appearance, personality, and identity. And there exists a difference between individuals. Unquote which perfectly summarizes the theme of this era for them. We are equal, but still different. They're not mutually exclusive. Traits don't inherently have to be ranked, so one is better than the other. We can all be different and equal. My favorite is the B-side, Domino. It sounds like an approaching explosion of energy, an approaching pop rock storm. Nature, with Nature World, Code W. Limbo is in the same vein as Rika Rika, which I think suits them. It's still rapidly paced, and it actually, I think, gets more impressive the more you watch the choreography and pick up on the details, because they do find ways to do dance moves like they're playing the limbo party game, but they're actually harder than they look, like isolation, other types of movement that require dance skill. So they just do an impressive job with their choreo, and it clearly took a lot of teamwork and memorization to prepare. Non-dance scenes too are nice in the video, lots of glamour poses and dazzling outfits. 
fans of Card will particularly like the B-side, I'm Done. Very Very are so cute in their new teaser video. It's like a home movie style montage with 2D animations laying on top of the 4D images. And they all talk about to the camera how they personally define love. It's a very cute comeback. But going in a more dramatic direction, Victon with Choice. Feel Good is a laid-back jam with naturally feel-good vibes. There's the more chipper, better place with some really great high notes. Alive gives off this only one of vibe. And Time Chaser is definitely for fans of Wat1, W-A-T-1 by MCND. There are zero skips on Trends, Trends with a Z, new EP, Blue Set Chapter, Unknown Code. There's a nice suspense building and accelerating intro that leads into the equally dramatic Vagabond, which is definitely for Epex fans. They focus on that group chanting as opposed to the groups who sing one individual voice after another. Then there's Breakdown, where the rock part of pop rock kicks in a bit more. Tempest did a nice job with On and On. They have the sweet song inspired by fan letters they read, Loving Number. Then there's the hybrid trap, Dragon, which was the right call for the title track. But I do think the best one is Raise Me Up. And shout out to Lou and Huarin, who wrote three of the four tracks. This came out October 31st, but I didn't have time to talk about it before. J-pop boy group OWV run the gamut with their new EP. They have the emotional let go, then this really in-your-face tararam, and then more typical pop getcha. Chen's voice, always a pleasure to hear, on his new album, Last Scene, especially Your Shelter. A brief overview of After Sunset highlights new release. Alone is definitely for fans of Chronograph by Victon. Say I Love You is definitely for fans of DKB's 24-7. A lot of synth fun and privacy and paper cut, which also has some interesting post-chorus horns. And I Don't Miss You is a slower R&B song with some interesting eerie whistling behind their voices. Ozone have a new bop, just period. It's just such a catchy pop bop with OAO. Everglow are finally back with a new song with the fat rat called Ghostlight. And it's very funky. It kind of sounds like Wanna Know by Iris, but also very different. That's the closest comparison. They have a lot of classic Everglow touches, saying come and get me, having dramatic instrumental-only parts, the dum-da-dums, it's all there. And they sing about sending you to sleep like a siren or something, and the visual adds to that mystical fantasy, dark fantasy concept. It's just an artsy release in more ways than one. Owl Mood has a new EP called Love is Drug. The best songs on there, Distorted and Rest in Pain, but very intense. It's a very angst-filled, pained album, but if you like the good kind of cry music, here you go. There are some more rock ballady stuff too. There are slow R&B-ish ones, some just interesting vocal filters distorting his voice at times. It's very interesting. And there's major DPR energy with the music video for Vanishing Cats. Such an odd video, and I think it might be intentional. The kind of creepy state his main character is in, visualizing the inner struggle. 
It was great to hear I Am on the new Soul by Cell compilation album, but honestly, the best song on Soul by Cell's new release is Don't Care. Very synth hip-hop blend, very just catchy, I think, although very impressive vocals probably are the stars the most on Dysmorphia and Hmm. This album is overall kind of like some of Raiden's work in the sense that it's maybe low at times on instrumental originality, but it's a great platform for a bunch of different impressive rappers and singers to show what they're made of. I really wanted to love BB's new album, Low Life Princess Noir, and I do kind of, I do just love her voice. It's got such a unique rasp to it, as well as just her very unique stage presence in every music video. I've said countless times before on the show how much I look forward to her video releases, where I know she will embody a totally brand new movie character of her own making. But this time I just, I'm a sensitive soul, and she literally kills people in these videos. Her latest string of videos are just so drawn out in terms of the death scenes and uncomfortable for me and I'm just like, what am I watching? Am I watching her kill someone? Not for me. She takes no prisoners, you've been warned. Revenge is the name of the game, which I guess I should have known given the Animal Farm video preview, but I guess I wasn't prepared. Alexa, Girls Gone Vogue. Some other iconic artists teamed up with her on this. Jeff Sater worked on one of the songs, Moonbeal collabed on Star. It's a very Alexa video for Back in Vogue, which I love. She's so likable and really shows her personality with her very fun fashion. And the illusions at the beginning and end of the video reminders that, hey, remember my music video character and her alter ego are in a different dimension of sorts. So she keeps the sci-fi slash fantasy element, but also just sings about feeling trendy and being hip. And <laughs> it's really likable. Her high register works extra well on the B-side Endorphin. She also has more R&B stuff, slower stuff. It's a nice variety. And the choreography looks very TikTok ready to dance along to. Lay One Origin. I ended up listening to this with zero expectations. Could have been blown away or the opposite. And I was pretty impressed. Now he's on my radar more than he used to be. He really does well with New Zealand. That song sounds like it was meant to be a group song with switching parts between members, but he handles every part so well. Sinclair sounds a bit like it borrowed a bit from the instrumental in Punch and Shanyul's iconic OST. Not saying I copied, it just has a tiny hint of that vibe. There's a fun juxtaposition in No Longer Human, where this mellow guitar strumming is betrayed by this angry rapping and evil laugh of sorts. The bounciest and just the most fun for non-hip-hop fans is Seven Days Missing, which is one of my favorites, definitely in the vein of Play It Cool by Monsta X. It's Yearback with Cheshire, and I honestly think it's perfect for them. Their group identity to go with an Alice in Wonderland theme. It feels like they were born for this, and the video is just as quirky as you'd expect. And I love that they say they like the Cheshire theme because the Cheshire cat is kind of an embodiment of optimism. Some could say ignorance is bliss, but either way, the cat's whole thing is saying, I'm not going to help you with directions, but that's not taken as he's a grumpy cat. It's he's saying, it doesn't matter in life which direction you go, as long as you go somewhere. And so that interpretation is just very nice and innocent, and I like that that's what inspired this. The optimistic worldview matches the playfulness of the video. They also have just very itsy vibes, sending about starring in their own show on Snowy. Freaky is slower, with some unexpected moments of harmony. 
And then there's that pre-release, Boys Like You, we talked about in the Best of October episode. And lastly, Kim Jonghyun, Meridium. This New East member really makes his mark solo. He shows off just a light fun side of him that he didn't really get to as much in New East, although he does go for more angst and rock influences on my favorite track, Creator. He shows off quite a vocal tone variation. And this is really a great introduction to him as a soloist. He was quite hands-on. He wrote almost every song and composed two of them. And he flexes both singing and rapping skills across these tracks. That is all for today. Thank you all for listening. I hope I gave you a lot of great recommendations to go check out now. And I'll have more for you on my Best of 2022 episodes, so stay tuned. Thank you all again so much, and I'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye, everybody.